I'm Lucy Barkas, and this is the Leader X Podcast. I want to really reflect on uh, what Tim Spiker shared with us about his data that 77% of what makes a leader successful is the person and not the skills. Now, since most of the courses out there will teach you that skills such as finance, business strategy, operational decision making, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, hearing that 77% of what makes a leader successful is none of that. Um, it's actually about the leader, the person, the character. Well, that just throws everything up in the air. Or does it? I mean, even in my book, Leader X, a huge part of the book focuses on myself, meaning developing you as a person, your interpersonal skills, your strengths, your limitations, and totally owning it. But when you get really down to it, when you think about all of the people that you have chosen to follow, you know, their, their credibility and their experience, it, it may be part of it, but it's really the person that you choose to follow, isn't it? It's whether you like them, it's whether you trust them, whether you believe in the words that they're saying, whether you feel safe with them. Now, I know that Tim and I aren't alone in our thinking. Um, you know, I, I think it was uh, my first authentic leadership book that I read. It was probably 20, 30 years ago now. Um, and since then, I've read countless books on emotional intelligence and self-mastery. So this isn't a new thing. It's something I've been exploring for years. Um, it's the content that I grew up learning about, you know, geeking out on. In fact, I love reading biographies above any kind of strategy book um, because I want to hear about the struggles. I want to hear about the character development, the triumphs, uh, the fears of the person, I want to care about the leader. I want to feel aligned to them. I want the real person. And I guess that's why I was drawn to coaching rather than training people. That's why my leadership development programs are all based on the human behind the job title. And I want to help develop the, the character and all the skills that go with leading from a place of, well, I guess, integrity. You know, just this week, I delivered one of my favorite workshops. Um, it was uh, it was on courageous conversations. And I took a whole senior leadership team through a full day of really exploring and challenging and and getting really comfortable or, dis, you know, in the discomfort of, of what it is to have these difficult conversations. And I took Brené Brown's definition of courage to really introduce the topic. And she says it's the that the, the root cause of the word courage is core, the Latin word for the heart. In one of its earliest forms, courage meant to speak one's mind by telling all of one's heart. Over time, the definition has changed and typically we associate courage with heroic acts and brave deeds. But just think about it. Most of the conversations we have you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, they're all really superficial. They are the easy ones, they're the functional ones, they're, they're what's about, you know, what's visible, the black and white, the comfortable stuff. We don't go into that all messy kind of dark territory. We avoid the courageous conversations because we know that they're unpredictable, they're messy. Uh, we, we might, you know, go into people's feelings. It might mean that we have to declare our own thoughts and feelings. 
we might need to speak from the heart. Now, some of the leaders were well up for it. They were ready to get into that messy middle because they were so tired of that superficial nature of the relationships. What they really wanted to do was engage in truth-telling, discovery, uh, really understand what's going on with colleagues and move beyond the conversations of goals and actions and project updates. Um, Instead, they want to get into the, the messy bits about the blocks and the barriers, about the stuff that's really holding them back so they can create some amazing outcomes. They wanted to go deep. They were well up for it. They were ready to be courageous and they were ready to be human. Now, that wasn't all of them. Some of them were visibly squirming before my eyes. I could see them retreating. I mean, they would never open a conversation um, about their experiences, about what they thought or what they felt. They certainly didn't want to hear about how others were feeling. Uh, They wanted that superficial ease and, you know, to get comfortable and just to say what needs to be said and move on. They just wanted to get the task done. So they avoided the the difficult conversations at all costs. And yet they were having the same conversations over and over again because problems were still being had and performance was still underperforming. So something was, was clearly wrong. And don't forget to listen to other notable episodes of the Leader X series. We have great guests like the brilliant Daniel Priestley, Jude Jennison and Dr. Nicola Millard. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button and review so you never miss an episode again. Now, functional conversations do have a place. You know, when it's something really simple and logical, you know, you can just say, you know, this is the problem. What's the solution? Right, let's move on. But the reality is that, you know, very little of what we do in life is that simple and that logical. We all bring our blocks and our barriers, our fears and frustrations, those grudges. We bring our ego to the table and and all that denial and that blame. We bring our messy human selves. Yeah, we don't want to talk about it. We need leaders who have been there, who have experienced this messiness, the the triumphs, the failures, the successes. Um, We we want leaders who are willing to show that side of themselves and also share their vision and their passion and their wisdom and their brilliance. We want someone to believe in and to join a course so that we, we get that sense of belonging. And this is what the 70% of the leadership does. It brings the human, the good bits, the messy bits, the passions, the frustrations. We want our leaders to be credible and humble and wise and not know um, the answers. We want all of it. We want them to set the direction, but then trust us and guide us through the how. We want people to believe in, but we also want people who believe in us equally. Now, before I jumped on this, I I went back to some research that I did for my book and I asked a whole range of people, what do you really want from a leader? A really simple question. Um, And although the respondents came back free text, they were able to share whatever they wanted to share. It was actually really, really common, you know, in, in what they were saying, that the answers were the same. You know, there are things like, I want to be trusted. I want my leaders to respect me, to trust me, to empower me. I want freedom. 
I want autonomy. I want a leader to treat me as a human, not someone lower than them. I want to be included. I want to be involved. I want to be heard. I want to be guided, supported, and I want the human approach. I want direction. I want clear goals and the tools to do the job, but then just let me get on with it. I want them to lead by example. So you get the idea. Every respondent said they wanted their leaders to set direction, to lead with trust, respect and autonomy and have a relationship. Not one person said, I want my leader to know all the answers, to be an expert in that field, um, to have all the, the PhDs or, the, or have the CV. It wasn't about skills. It was about the person. So before you go considering leading others, you really need to be able to lead yourself. But what does that even mean? It means that you are sure about who you are. It means trusting yourself, trusting your own judgment, trusting your gut, having that inner confidence to know where you're going and what you're doing. It means having some self-respect. So you respect yourself. It also means having the courage to take a stand for what you believe in. Um, you know, if you've come up with a vision, a plan or a strategy, you've got a goal in mind, you've got to really believe it, even though it takes courage and bravery, it may mean taking some risks, pushing further, because when you are role modeling that, you'll, you'll just bring other people along with you. It means having that author, um, authenticity to be aligned with your thoughts, your feelings and your actions. It means being grounded. And when you do that, you make other people feel safe. When you can trust yourself, others trust you. When you respect yourself, you learn to respect others. You operate from a really strong base and not from ego and that self-preservation. And then you take care of others. You respect others' beliefs and passions and purpose, just as you want others to respect yours. And you want the very best for yourself just as much as you want the very best for others. And when you lead from this place, you will create followership so simply and easily. You will attract others just by being you. That is the 77%. So if you have no idea where to start, um, the Leader X book, the module, the chapter, um, myself is a great place. It gives you loads of thought-provoking questions. It gives you some tips and ideas and it also signposts you to other great work that you can do. And if you've never done it before, get yourself a coach. Honestly, it was the, the one greatest development opportunity that I ever had way back in my, my 20s. Um, and I still use a coach now to, and I'm a coach myself. So, you know, it it just opens up so you have that self-awareness, that understanding about where you're going, what you want, how you're showing up and what leader you need to be. So they're my musings on what that 77% is, what the human factor is in leadership. And so, um, yeah, go back and listen to Tim's interview. And, and coming up, we've got uh, Mary Williams, who has written a brilliant book, um, but I'm going to introduce that next week. Until then, take care. Make sure you're subscribed and look out for new episodes as they appear in your feed. And don't forget, there's more on the guests in the show notes.